You are listening to a sermon podcast from St. George's Episcopal Church. St. George's is an inclusive faith community located in downtown Fredericksburg, Virginia. To learn more about us, visit our webpage, www.stgeorgesepiscopal.net. Please pray with me. Gracious God, put into my mouth the words you would have me to speak and put into our hearts the words you would have us to hear. In your holy name we pray. Amen. Well, let me begin by quoting the Apostle Paul as he wrote to the Philippians in the reading we heard earlier. I thank my God every time I remember you. Good morning, beloved St. Georgians. Morning. I do thank our God when I remember you. Maybe not every time, but I thank my God when I remember you. And I remember all the ways when go- that God is at work in our midst. And I say with Paul, I am confident of this that the one who began a good work among you will bring it to completion. God is up to some good work at St. George's. Thanks be to God. And thanks be to you, beloved parishioners, for all the ways that you are cooperating and participating with God's work in this place. I can't believe it's been almost four years since I began my work here as your rector. And I still say... When people ask me, I feel like I've won the lottery because it's a lot of treasure. And it's also a lot of treasure. (laughs) I thank my God. It's good to be here. Now, I know we're not, I know we're still in Episcopal Church, but I was just in the Baptist Church last Sunday, so I'm going to ask you to turn to your neighbor and say, It's good to be here. As you turn and you meet your neighbor who may be from a different service than you normally go to, it is great for all of us to be here this morning together. So the text I'd like to focus on this morning is the text from, that we heard in Luke's Gospel, but is also from the prophet Isaiah. And as Luke describes the appearance of John the Baptist, the son of Zechariah, who will prepare the way for Jesus... Luke quotes the prophet Isaiah, who wrote several centuries earlier, the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Prepare the way of the Lord. So we are, of course, in this season of Advent, the four Sundays leading up to the Feast of Christ's Incarnation, the Feast of God becoming human. And we often say that it is a season of waiting, waiting for Christmas, waiting for the light, waiting for Christ to enter the world, waiting. We also say that Advent is a season of preparing the way. So we've already been singing about preparing the way. A lot of our kids were singing about it. We sang, prepare the way, O Zion. We're going to sing at the end of the service, Christ is coming, prepare the way. This is our season as we are waiting 
to also be preparing. So since this is the annual meeting Sunday, I have a few things I want to say about the parish. I'm preparing to do that in just a minute. But let me get there by talking about preparing the way for God. Now this year, a lot of the preparation talk that I'm hearing is about preparing for the holidays. Are you prepared for Christmas? No. I'm not even fully prepared for Advent. It started last Sunday. The answer is no, I'm not prepared. When people say, are you prepared? What they really mean usually is, are you ready? Are all your plans in place? Well, let's just say I'm planning to have my plans in place. Let's go back to Isaiah for a minute. Because the the word in Hebrew that Isaiah uses for prepare, prepare the way, has a slightly different meaning from get ready. The word has more a meaning of clearing. Clear the way. Prepare the path by clearing it of obstacles, smoothing the rough spots, filling in the potholes. So there's a difference between preparing and planning. Preparing and planning. Planning is buying presents and putting up decorations and printing off service bulletins and making food. Preparing, on the other hand, is clearing some time in the calendar just to sit in God's presence. Planning is putting things in place. Preparing is making space. Planning involves stocking up. But preparing involves cleaning out. Now, planning's important. Don't get me wrong. We need planning. Plans are essential. But I think the call of Isaiah is to clear the way. To prepare for the coming of God into the world by making time and making room for God. So during this Advent season, we take care not to let our planning overshadow our preparing. Because you know, it's when we prepare, when we clear room for God, that God can show us things that we could never begin to plan for. So I'm going to shift now into talking a little about the parish, and I want to talk about St. George's both in terms of planning and preparing, because both are essential. So let me begin by saying that I don't have enough time in one sermon or in, even in one meeting. We don't have time to tell the story of everything we've done in the past year, all the ways that we are looking ahead. And the vestry and I are planning to offer a more complete report about 2018 in the new year once we have gotten through the year. So be prepared. (laughs) Planning and preparing. We planned in our budget at the beginning of 2018 to hire three staff members. One new part-time facility manager and two expanded roles, a parish administrator and parish secretary. You may know that we ended up hiring seven people in 2018. Our initial plans did not involve 
our associate rector, Gay Ron, retiring, nor did they involve our director of children's formation and outreach, Carrie Connors, going to seminary. And we didn't foresee the opportunity to partner with Christ Lutheran and Trinity Episcopal churches to hire a young adult missioner, David Casey. But we were prepared for these opportunities when they arose because we made some room. We are always making room, both materially and spiritually, for God to do some new work. So I want to just remind you of, of who these folks are, and, and this is in order of their arrival this year. We welcome Parish Administrator Laurel Loaf, Parish Secretary Barbara Miller-Richards, Facility Manager Riley Mullins, Table Administrator Katie Wendt, Young Adult Missioner Reverend David Casey, our Associate Rector, the Reverend Arita Bridge-Mahan, and our Director of Children's and Youth Formation, Ekdi Musa. Thanks be to God for our entire incredible staff, 18, that works so hard and they work so well to support our ministries and empower our parishioners to focus on your ministries. As another way that we help parishioners to plan and prepare to support you and your ministry, the vestry this year put a new commission into place. It's called the Connections Commission. And the mission of that commission is to help connect parishioners who want to get involved with ministries that can use their gifts. So now you can look, go to our Help Wanted page on our website, and you'll, there will be more invitations coming from the Connections Commission to share the things that you are passionate about and to learn about the things that are going on the needs of our parish. And part of our preparing and planning in the coming year is going to be calling some new leaders, some new leadership gifts, so that our current leaders who are ready for a break can step back while they still have energy to give. And we have this beautiful building, we have this beautiful facility, there's a lot that could be said and will be said about the plans and the preparations we have for the bricks and the mortar. But I want to talk about the people, first and foremost. Because it's the people who gather and minister, work and worship here every day that make this place the church. This, you are the church. And this is where we grow and we share in God's love. It's the people who extend the radical welcome of God to the seeker. It's the people who feed the hungry. It's the people who look after and care for the sick and the dying, for those who are suffering a loss. It's the people who pray. It's the people who tend to the children and the youth and who, t who look after the formation of all of, our, all of those who are seeking a deeper relationship with God. It's the people who are the church. And the church, with the amount of people and activities that St. George's has, we need a dedicated and skilled staff to provide consistency and stability so that our volunteers will have what they need when they come to this place to share in ministry. So to be totally transparent, 
our staff costs are the majority of our budget expenses because it's the people that do the ministry. This year we managed a deficit budget. We minimized the gap because we were able to reduce staff expenses during times, gaps of time when the positions went unfilled. But we're going to begin the next year with our full staff. And we're not going to have that same wiggle room. We're able to hire this wonderful staff and fund all our ministries because you are so generous. Now, you all have heard me, some of you have heard me say this before, that the finance meeting is one of my favorite meetings of the month. See, you're already chuckling about there. Yeah, right, sure it is. You know why it's my favorite meeting? Because it's where I get reminded of your generosity. Those spreadsheet numbers, they represent, they remind us of your faithful and consistent gifts. Month after month. It's like we show up and I'm like, more gifts. They keep coming. And finance, it, it is a planning, a planning meeting. There's a lot of planning that goes on in that meeting. But there's also some preparation that has to happen in those meetings. Because we have to remember to clear away our negative thinking sometimes. And prepare a way for God to show us what is possible. And your gifts that are gathered together month after month, they have showed us what is possible over and over again. You know, we've grown since I arrived in 2015. And at some point we might say, all right, enough growth. We're big enough. But then more and more people keep coming through the, through the doors, seeking that welcome. And more and more of you Amazing volunteer leaders identify more ways that God is calling us to respond to the needs of the world. We want to prepare for what God is going to do next that we haven't planned for yet. And so to be frank, growing in that preparation, growing in ministry will mean growing in giving. Back in September, Bishop Bob Eloff came and talked about stewardship, and he, he said something that really stuck with some of us. He said, don't think about giving until it hurts. Think about giving until it feels good. Give until it feels good. And part of the way that we prepare the way of God is by clearing away our hesitancy and offering as much as we can with joy. I really believe that among our parishioners, we have the resources to fully fund and even to exceed our needs for the coming years. And I know many of you are already giving a very joyful proportion of your gifts to the church. And I ask you to bear, to bear with us as we repeat this message that many of us could consider offering to God a more joyful proportion of gifts. And that would enable us to even more joyfully share the ministries of this growing place. To share that welcoming love of God in more ways. So it's not too late to make a pledge for next year. And it's not too late to tell us 
to, to reconsider what you may have already offered. And again, I say thank you for the ways in which you have stepped out in faith and offered generous gifts to support the work that we all, as the ministers of this place, do together. All right, I know you all are like, this is going on a while. Uh, my time is growing short. As I, I said, we're going to offer a more complete picture of this calendar year early next year and a chance to have some more back and forth conversation as well about pastoral care and Christian formation, from home communion visits to forums about wholeness, from, from grace in action locally to mission around the country and the world, but from the table here in Fredericksburg to Notre Dame in Haiti, from worship and music to fellowship and hospitality, from deaf ministry to newcomers, from buildings and grounds to finance and stewardship and communications, from care of God's creation to care of our time, talent, and treasure, from St. George's Preschool to St. George's Catechesis of the Good Shepherd to St. George's Youth, from Youth and Global to Glory Ridge, from young adult community ministry to ecumenical and interfaith partnerships, from racial reconciliation to evangelism, from our first annual roundup of stories last May to our 300th anniversary celebration in 2020 and 2021. It's a lot of reporting, a lot of sharing, a lot of good news that we will be telling. For now, I want to share one last thing about our planning and preparing. St. George's is planning and preparing for me to take a sabbatical break next summer. Because after 12 years of ordained ministry, it is time for a, an extended rest. So my departing Sunday will be at the parish picnic on June the 2nd. And my returning Sunday, because I'm coming back, my returning Sunday will be the Rally for Service Sunday, September 8th. And the theme of my sabbatical is rooted in wholeness. That was our theme for our Shrinemont weekend. It's been our theme for Christian formation in the forums. And I'm excited to share with you that I, I applied for and received a generous funding grant from the Lilly Foundation that'll support some travel and retreat for me and my family. And it will also support some opportunities for St. George's during my time away as well. I truly, I'm truly hoping that this will be a time for all of us to, to prepare the way of the Lord, to clear away obstacles and smooth out some rough edges. And in this season of Advent, I pray that each of us can maybe find some mini sabbatical time, some time to rest and slow down and listen as we prepare to receive God who is coming into the world. In a few minutes, we will cast the ballots for electing four new vestry members. So as I'm bringing this, this message to a close, I want to ask us, because there's going to be a minute of silence after the sermon ends, I want to ask us to set aside our plans for a moment and simply prepare, okay? And this goes for all of us, the young and the old, all right? So kids, listen up. God is at work. 
God is at work in our parish. God is at work in our hearts, in our neighborhood, in the world. How is God inviting us to be part of that wonderful work of love and welcome, of grace in action, of giving and receiving? How is God calling us to prepare the way? So as we enter into the silence, I want to feel your feet underneath you. Be aware of the presence of these wonderful saints of St. George's around you. Feel your heart beating within you. So we listen for God's guidance and pray that God would help us to prepare a way.